Last week, was, we started out in North Africa, right? That's the first, you know, two, 300 years of Christian spirituality. And then things begin to bleed into Asia. And by Asia, we mean specifically um, Asia Minor, which is like Turkey, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, all the stands, right? Uh, sort of northern Asia. And then also in India, the apostle Thomas took the gospel to India after the resurrection to King Gundiforus. And then there's also a strange mix of Christianity that appears early in Chinese history, about the 7th or 8th century, something called the Jesus Sutras, which was when Christian missionaries came to Asia and, and, and the Chinese people heard the teachings of Jesus and parts of those teachings sounded a lot like Buddhism to them. And so they synthesized Christianity and Buddhism, which you can't really do, but we have a tradition at the very least of them saying, hey, some of these things that Jesus said sound like maybe even improve upon the teachings of Buddha. So we're looking at all that stuff today and coming away with really three or four major themes that you're gonna hear and see. Um, first is the idea of, of perception. Because early Asiatic Christianity wanted their people, and, and by extension you and I, to understand that God is always moving in the world. Say, say this with me, and it'll help you understand. Every bush is burning. Every bush is burning. Now, you remember the story of Moses. He sees the burning bush, and in the burning bush, he recognizes the face of God. That, for them, was a really provocative thought, that every time you go down a street and you see a tree, every time you see a building, every time you encounter a new people group, God is speaking to you through everything, everywhere, at all times, and God is speaking through you everything, everywhere, at all times. So that's one of the major themes. Then we're going to look at the theme of resilience, because, of course, they were getting beaten up, killed, murdered, and they stayed stalwart in their faith. We're going to look at prayer. In fact, today in church, we're going to have an extended time of prayer, which isn't normally what we do at Westwinds on a Sunday morning, but the one thing we do normally do here is things we don't normally do here, so that'll be a part of our tradition as we break from tradition and experience an aging tradition, and then the last thing that you'll really come across today is holiness. So that's what's going on, perception, resilience, prayer, and holiness. Check out this little video to get you set up. We all need to learn to dance so when we get to heaven, the 
All right, go ahead, get up on your feet. This is about loving the world, and you cannot love the world if you're sitting on your bum. Remember in Genesis 1 and 2, the Lord makes the world, and he says it is good. Remember in John 3.16, we're told, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Every time the drums stop, you got to quote from John 3.16 and say, So love the world. It's going to go like this. So love the world. Now, it's going to be even better if you get your hands up like this. Feel like you're going to make a church angel, like you're in the snow, making a snow angel. So go. we're going to go like this. Here we go. So love the world. Let's do it again. So love the world. So love the world. I forgot it doesn't stop on its own. So love the world. All right. Christianity is about an entirely new way of being human. Listen, you're amazing. An amazing you. You're going to be a new version of you, and this new version of you is going to learn how to love the world. Listen, you're amazing. Do you realize that? Do you realize how beautiful you are? You are made in the image of God. And do you realize the power that's welling up in you is the Holy Spirit? And he's called you not to feel bound today, no matter what addiction, what struggle you're going through. You are called to be free. You are called to be free. So love the world. So love the world. Now, when we teach our children to be good, to be gentle, to be forgiving, to be generous, to love their fellow men, to regard this present age as nothing, we instill virtue in their very souls. And we reveal the image of God within them. Now, this is more than just intellect or principle. This is more than just head knowledge. This is experience. It's not enough just to know. It's not enough just to know. Knowing isn't about certitude. Knowing isn't about memorization. Knowing is about embodying the way of Jesus. It's not enough just to know. Some of you have heard Pastor Prince teach, God loves you. It's not enough to know. You have to believe. You have to believe that God loves you. Notice it's not just one. It doesn't say we know the love that God has. No, we have known and believe the love that God has for us. So love the world. I'm better at this than you. So love the world. Now, if we don't feel a sense of joy in God's creation, if we forget to offer the world back to God with thankfulness, we have advanced very little upon the way of Jesus. We've not even learned what it means to be truly human. For it is only when we enjoy the little things. It's only through thanksgiving that we become ourselves. And we need to enjoy the little things. Because God has given us so many of them. Laughter has been imprinted in our very soul that the soul may sometimes be refreshed. Amen? Amen? All right. We're doing a little, little dance party right now. I don't know if you got any moves. I don't, but just see if you can get, get a little loosened up. All right. I see some of you out there get a dose of the ghost, a little Holy Ghost in your step. All right. I don't know if I'm the worst dancer. Oh, you're worse than me. All right, here, let, we'll give you a little out. Repeat after me. Here we go. And then you do it. And then I'll do it. And then you do it. All right, we'll get tricky.
All right, now that you're loosened up, let's see your best dance moves. What you got? You go back. You can do the Cupid shuffle. That's probably not gonna happen. Oh, that's good. Don't stop, don't let anybody let you stop. So love the world. So love the world. So love the world. Now listen up. The glory of God is a human being fully alive, active, and engaged in the world. Amen? Amen. That's just to remind you what continent you're in. All right, go ahead and grab a seat. Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. Thank you. That was very nice. Very nice. Proverbs 9.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. See, the whole earth is filled with the glory of God. The whole earth is a living icon of the face of God. Everywhere you look, God is speaking to you. Everybody you meet, God is working through them, and God is ministering through you to them. The entire cosmos is one vast burning bush permeated by the fire of the divine power and glory. The next quotes we're going to look at today are from Gregory of Nyssa. And he was one of the three Cappadocians who lived in modern-day, what we would think of as modern-day Turkey. And they're credited with solidifying and organizing the theology and orthodoxy of the Eastern Church. He wrote extensively about God's nature and how we are created in the image of God. And he says, since with all my soul I behold the face of my beloved, therefore all the beauty of his form is seen in me. Today the darkness begins to grow shorter and the light to lengthen as the hours of night become fewer. Realize that the true light is here and through the rays of the gospel is illuminating the whole earth. The first of all beautiful things is the continual possession of God. And the second is how cool my voice sounds right now. Oh my God, so jonesing on this. Concepts create idols. You know what he means by that? means the way you, just the way you think about things. We can get so stuck in particular mental models. We can get so locked into our old paradigms, our old patterns, but, but only wonder comprehends anything. See, people will kill each other over idols, but wonder, wonder makes us fall to our knees. And God's name is not something you know. God's name is something we wonder at. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? Those guys were smart. Hey, come on, stand up. We're going to do a little singing now. This will help you feel familiar. So go ahead, put your hands together. This is known as ancient Christian clapping. Very important part of our historical tradition. Here we go.
Come on, this is you. Sing it out. Here we go. See you. 
All right, you go ahead and grab a seat. God, thank you for being in this place today. Thank you for meeting us here. Thank you that we get to try new things and experience you in fresh new ways. Thank you that you are defending us, that you are loving us, that you are growing us. Thank you for who you are and who you've created us to be. In your name, amen. Amen. We told you that one of the major themes in Asiatic Christianity is resilience. Um, And that's because there were such crazy stories back then of people being arrested, of people being persecuted, people being thrown in jail, people being murdered. And and some of these these were really gruesome things. Now, you you and I don't go go through that. Um, We go through some other stuff that, of course, to us feels equally hard. Um, And and sometimes when we go through hard stuff, what we want is someone to, to coddle us. Um, to rub our back, to make us tea, tell us it's going to be okay, maybe get us some essential oils. And, um, but the truth is, the, 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 the history that we come from, the tradition that we come from, is not a coddling tradition. I mean, these are people that were willing to suffer and willing to, willing to die. And in the face of such great suffering, man, they, they didn't back away from it at all. Um, and so that's what we want to introduce you to next, is we want to introduce you to this idea Really, that, that sometimes suffering is worth it. Sometimes God works through our hardship. God will use anyone if you pay the price. If you pay the price. Somebody's gonna get a hurt real bad. If you pay the price. Somebody's gonna get a hurt real bad. If you pay the price. Somebody's gonna get a hurt real bad. If you pay the price. Somebody's gonna get a hurt real bad. If you pay the price, somebody gonna get a hurt real bad. If you pay the price, somebody gonna get a hurt real bad. If you pay the price, somebody gonna get a hurt real bad. God will use anyone if you pay the price. See, only those who never fight are never wounded. But God's going to use anybody. God will use you. If you pay the price. So you got to learn how to stand up, man. you got to stand like a beaten anvil, for it is the part of a good athlete to be bruised and yet still to prevail. Somebody gonna get a hurt real bad. See, God will use anybody. If you pay the price. This is a quote from Ignatius, one of the leaders of the early church who apprenticed with the Apostle John. He was arrested and threatened with torture if he did not renounce the faith of Christianity. And he said, come cross come fire, come battling with wild horrors, come wrenching of bones, come mangling of limbs, come crushing of my whole body, come cruel tortures of the devil, only let me get to Jesus Christ. 80 and six years have I served Christ, nor has he ever done me any harm. How then could I blaspheme my king who you saved me? You can tell me? when someone's in love and obsessed with someone. If you pay the price. You can tell when someone's in love and obsessed with someone. If you pay the price. My dear Jesus, my savior, 
is so deeply written in my heart that I feel confident if my heart were to be cut open and chopped to pieces, the name of Jesus would be found written on every piece. You can tell when someone's in love and obsessed with someone. If you pay the price. You can tell when someone's in love and obsessed with someone. If you pay the price. I am God's wheat, and I shall be ground by the teeth of beasts, that I may become the purebred of Christ. See, God is anybody. If you pay the price. Somebody gonna get a hurt real bad. Somebody gonna get a hurt bad. If you pay the price. Somebody gonna get a hurt real bad. Oh, somebody gonna get a hurt real bad. God will use anyone if you pay the price. I never get enough of that gong. <laughs> I'm gonna just use it over and over and over again. Oh man, the truth is, is we want you to take that away. When you're hurting, when you're going through something, we want you to be able to reframe that suffering as resilience and perseverance. We want you to know that God is going to give you strength not to let go of your convictions, but to double down in them because it's going to be worth it because you're going to minister to other people. Now, we're going to take the offering right now and we're going to do this a little differently than, again, we normally do it. Last week, you recall, we, we observed an African tradition where we kind of march out um, and put the offering in a bucket at the back. Today, we're going to look at a Korean tradition um, from the late uh, 18th century. And so what's going to happen is you're going to come up and you're going to place your offering in the basket. And of course, many of you have already given. You've given online. Don't worry. Nobody's paying attention to what you're doing. This is just a chance for you to live as though you are temporarily in another culture and in another time. A chance for you to broaden your understanding and your experience of Jesus. So, so you come, you, you place your offering in the basket, and then you remember what Kelly told you about the piece of paper you got when you came in where you're supposed to write a little prayer. Well, our youth pastor, Brooke, come on up here, Brooke. She's going to stand over on this side, um, and I'm going to stand over here. And when you come up, you place your offering in the basket, and then bring us your prayer. And we're going to read your prayer with you. And then we're going to place your prayer in the basket, and we're going to pray a short blessing over you. And then, and then when we've collected everybody's prayers, because this is going to take a few minutes, right? So you've got to be in an attitude of prayer. When we've collected everybody's prayers, Brooke is going to go out into the cross garden where we've set up a brazier, and she's going to place your prayers in the fire, and you'll be able to see the smoke of your prayers sort of rising up to heaven. Now, we want to be really clear. There's no, there's no magic in any of this. This is just a, just a tradition, just a practice. The real work of God's Holy Spirit is what God is doing in your heart in the midst of all this. So this is going to, again, this is going to take a few minutes. So you go ahead, you be in prayer. We'll guide you through some prayer. But we want to have a, a prayerful time now, both of, of bringing our offering to God and holding up our request before God. So as soon as you're ready, you come. Sound good?
we're going to continue this time of prayer together. You know, we've been talking about Asian theology today, but theology is incomplete without application. And there's a tradition in the Asian church of Tong prayer, where everyone is praying aloud. And that's a little bit outside of our comfort zone sometimes, but we're going to try that today because prayer is powerful. Prayer changes things. It changes things in us. It changes things in our world. And so on the screens, we're going to have some creeds and prayers that are explanations of our faith, that are declarations of our faith. And we're going to read those aloud together. We're going to pray together, lift our voices to heaven. Nick, can you put those on the screen for us? We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who is the Father and the Son, is worshiped and glorified. The Spirit spoke through the prophets. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, the same essence as the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven and was made human. He was crucified for us. He suffered and was buried. After three days, he rose again. He ascended to heaven and was seated at the right hand of James 5.16 says, The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Psalm 34.15 says, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. Remember God more often than you breathe. Who gives you the day will also give you the things necessary for the day. For God loves to be entreated. He loves to be compelled. I love that. That God loves to be entreated. Isn't that so different than what we normally think? We think God is maybe interrupted or maybe even sometimes irritated or troubled by our prayers. But He loves to be entreated. He loves to be compelled. Prayer is a place of refuge for every worry. Prayer is a foundation for cheerfulness. Prayer is a source of constant happiness. Prayer is protection against sadness. Prayer is an all-efficient panoply, a treasure undiminished, a mind which is never exhausted, a sky unobscured by clouds, a heaven unruffled by the storm. It is the root, the fountain, the mother of a thousand blessings. The ultimate purpose of the spiritual way isn't just to become people who pray. We're not trying to do more things. God doesn't want us to be busy. God wants to transform our lives into prayer. 
so that everything we do, the way we eat, the way we talk, every engagement, every time we lift weights, every time we change a tire, all of it is prayer. God wants to turn you into a living prayer all of the time. Amen. Now we're going to continue worshiping a little bit here. Um, we want you to sing with us. We want you to be in prayer for those who are still going through the line. And, and this is a big part of the Asiatic tradition is this kind of cascade of worship and holiness. So let's, let's just sing a little bit. Let's turn on our guitar just a little bit. Mm. Let's press the right pedal just a little bit. In the name of the Lord, yeah, that's right.
Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and may you remember that every bush is burning. Amen? Amen. We'll see you next Sunday.